0: This is Jerry Bingham, host of Hush Loudly on WGN Plus.
1: I I just don't like when people try to put you in boxes. My whole life is about shattering and defying (laughs) stereotypes. Hello everyone, this is Judalyn Cassidy and you're listening to Hush Loudly on
0: WGM. Hello everyone and welcome back to Hush Loudly. Happy to be here with you today and to introduce you to another very interesting individual. Her name is Judalyn Cassidy. She is a feminist plumber. Okay, you already love this, I know. She is a feminist plumber, a tradeswoman activist, and public speaker. Her peculiarity not only lies in paths of her career, but also in personality, as she is charming, kind-hearted, diligent, and compassionate. A native of the Twin Islands of Trinidad and Tobago. Judalyn was amongst the first three women selected to learn plumbing at the John Donaldson Technical Institute of Trinidad, now known as the University of Trinidad and Tobago. She has worked extensively for over two decades as a plumber and loves every bit of her craft. Judalyn understands it's not every woman's desire to be a plumber, and for this reason, she has grown to be more attentive to her work, inspiring more women to become skilled professionals like her. In her career years, she has earned numerous prestigious career highlights, such as becoming one of the first women to be accepted into Plumbers Local 371, Staten Island, New York, and the first woman elected to the examining board of Plumbers Local Number 1. Furthermore, she helped usher in the first women's committee within her union and became the committee's first president. Judalyn has also inspired several platforms to develop programs for women. She founded Lean In Women in Trades to help tradeswomen share information and learn from each other. She even went ahead to start up a nonprofit organization, Tools and Tiaras, Inc. to expose, inspire, and mentor young girls and women about trades that are non-traditional for women. She serves on the board of the Monumental Women an all-volunteer nonprofit organization dedicated to placing the first statue honoring women's history in New York City's Central Park and as advisory board for the Women's Building New York City. Her endeavors have tremendously changed the lives of many, especially women and even young girls. As a public speaker, her speaking engagements are tailored to help the world realize the essence of giving women and girls opportunities in every field. She has been featured as a speaker and earned numerous recognitions and awards. Most of all, she was recognized for her leadership and relentless efforts by prominent organizations such as the Women Builders Council as one of their 2018 Outstanding Women and is the recipient of the 92nd Street Wise Extraordinary Women 2018 Rising Star Award and the Regina B. Polk Women Labor Leadership 2019 Alumna of the Year. Judalyn is a proud member of Plumber's Local Union No. 1 NYC. She is self-motivated and such willing to spread energy to other women. With longevity in the plumbing field, she knows the pain, challenges, and difficulties that come with women working in male-dominated fields. Judalyn is willing to help women overcome such fears, transforming them into epitomes of vitality for tradeswomen all over the world. So, Judalyn, welcome to Hush Loudly.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. I, I, I don't know believe that person you were describing. She does a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, she sounds like something special. I'm so happy oh, okay. to have her on and introduce her to my audiences. So I want to ask you, Judalyn, the first question I, I ask all of the guests is, are you an introvert?
1: Yes, I am, and I know and it's so
0: hard to say that because a lot of people probably think I'm not, but I'm yes.
1: definitely an introvert, I really am.
0: And, and when did you sort of know or come to that conclusion? Was it a, one of the personality tests, or is it just something you always knew, or when when did it sort of manifest for you?
1: I think it, it has always been there lingering. But, you know, not really knowing a name to put on it until it's, I got like way older in my 30s. And, and I like doing a lot of things by myself that normal people would say, I wouldn't do that by myself. I could go to dinner by myself. I go to the movies by myself. I would do a lot of things by myself. And I I'd rather stay home a lot of times than actually go out. So when I'm working, I'm working. And when I'm in the house, I have to find a motivating reason to go outside of the apartment.
0: It's That sounds like a lot of us, Yeah, you know, we enjoy our own company. And so I understand. I, I fully understand. I think there are others who don't. But uh, for the introverts, we absolutely understand that. So, of course, you know, my burning second question is about mm-hmm. what led you to enroll in this school to study plumbing like and I'm curious did mm-hmm. you know and how old were you around that so I want to know how old you were and then okay. did you enroll for plumbing or did you enroll for something else and then learned about plumbing and were drawn there so tell us the story behind that.
1: So as you said in the bio I grew up in Trinidad in Tobago and I grew up with my great grandmother great grandmother and uh, when she passed away my goal was to become Wonder Woman and to become a lawyer. And uh, when she passed away, I couldn't attend university, which, you know, which was the next step for me. So I could become a lawyer and that possibility vanquished with her her passing. So I decided to figure out what could I do to remove myself from my circumstances because I really grew up really poor and to be able to transcend that. And the trades was the next best free option. So I am very analytical and always analyze things. So in my mind, I said, you know, if I attended school with the education was free and I signed up for sewing or culinary arts or anything that uh, most of the girls would sign up for, I probably wouldn't get picked. Mm. So, I, yeah, that was the reason I was more thinking like mm-hmm. logical. Like, okay, so let's just put it. So, happy any, any girls will be fine enough for plumbing or electrical? Let's try this. So, I said to myself, plumbing, you get wet, electrical, you get shuck. And then, boom, there was plumbing. Mm. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that. And that's how I chose plumbing. But, wow. minute, yes, so really wanting to be a lawyer, like I envisioned it myself. Being a lawyer, helping people, traveling all over the world, fighting injustice, while being a lawyer and Superwoman, and uh, and that didn't happen, and I had to like make a pivot, and and plumbing was that pivot for me,
0: mm. and. So, um, and I know you talk about this I would love of course to hear about your career in plumbing and so I assume right after college you just jumped right in and and so tell us about that career in that field and uh, the benefits and the rewards and about that decision
1: yeah so I, I started plumbing in Trinidad and Tobago and then I migrated to the United States of America and when I did that I didn't go back into plumbing right away. I was a housekeeper, a nanny, personal shopper, all jobs that I absolutely love. Like I I can't, my personality type, I can't do anything that I don't love. My energy doesn't work. But my neighbor who knew that I was a plumber in Trinidad told me about this opportunity to be a plumber. And that's kind of like... How I got back into plumbing and got into the union, like you said. Mm. And what I love about plumbing and uh, to know my story is like for this girl who is, well, I I still call myself a girl, but Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. this girl that (laughs) comes from Trinidad and Tobago, really, really poor, an immigrant with an accent. And if you see me, I am a little smith at. I am just so tiny, if anybody knows who Smurfett is. And, you know, to do those things and to be able to do plumbing and learn plumbing for five years of why I do what I do and then to make over $100,000 without a college degree, it was, like, amazing. So I really, really think it's such a great, amazing field that women should think about and also young people should think about, but I didn't have to incur any college debt. So it's like mm. the other four-year degree. I like to call it the other four-year degree. So that's kind of like what it, being a plumber, going to school for five years and learning why I do what I do and then being able to be in this business. I think almost, I don't like to say how much because then I, I can be a girl. So 20 years plus, I've been doing this and yeah, and still madly in love with it today as much as I was when I started.
0: Wow. And it's funny how, you know, I think that I always think about how things that were around when I was growing up are not around now. So, like, I think about things like... 8-track tapes and cassette tapes and how everything evolves, right? And so Mm -hmm. I always think about what careers will always be here. And I think Mm -hmm. about stuff like plumbing, electricians, contractors. You are always, no matter where technology comes in, I just feel like there are some trades and some careers that we are always going to need. And I love how you talked about this kind of career or opportunity can get you to the six figures without, you know, the traditional 4 years of college and without all that debt which you know, many of us are having to deal with. So that's very interesting. Thanks for sharing that. And I also always see tie introversion to plumbing. You know, I always get irritated when I see these articles that say like best jobs for introverts. And they're mm-hmm. always like an accountant or a photographer. And it's kind of like the assumption is that it's just sort of you and just so you can just be by yourself. And I object to that because I feel like you can do whatever you want, and you're great at analyzing, and we're big thinkers, mm-hmm. and we're all of these things. And so, I'm wondering about plumbing and and other trades like that. Do you think that they may be good or better for introverted personalities as a career, and why?
1: I I totally think so, and I'm I'm the sister. I I just don't like when people try to put you in boxes. My whole life is about shattering and defying stereotypes. So I definitely agree that introverts and all the things that you just said, like we're very analytical, logical. We think things through. We don't we don't just rush in and do things. And a lot of that is what the trade is about. So as a plumber, I work on really... Not as much anymore, uh, but I used to work on high-rise buildings, 90 stories, 70 stories. And a lot of time, I'm by myself actually doing the plumbing. So I know it sounds weird that plumbers a lot of times do work by themselves. Electricians, even if you have an electrical business, a lot of times you might be doing this stuff by yourself. So it's great skill, and also you get the opportunity to be by yourself. So I look at it this way, right? I only have three people when I'm doing plumbing to have a decision with and discuss like what we're going to do. Me, myself, and I. Like, <laughs> that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's the perfect thing. Skill traits is really great fit for introverts. And I have a lot of friends and people on the job site. That are like that, but just people, just like you said, assume that it's only artistic painters, you know, computers, but people like that are introverts. But no, I know a whole bunch of them that work in the trade and it's absolutely perfect for anyone who's an introvert to be, have that opportunity to be by yourself and then earn all that dollars. It's great.
0: Wow, and I wonder, you know, now and even back then, when you would show up for a new job, you would show up meeting that new person or whatever, you know, whatever building you show up to, what kind of looks did you get or what kind of response when you showed up and said, hi, I'm Judal and I'm the plumber?
1: Oh gosh, it's so funny that you asked that question because recently I transitioned from working into the big in the big high-rise buildings to work in, as I'm considered a civil service employee now. So I work for the city of New York, and when I go to people's apartments and I knock that door, nobody wants to open the door. They don't believe I'm the plumber. So I still get that, but... I tend to use humor sometimes to break that stereotype. And then also what I found a little experiment without even knowing I was doing it, I have a jacket that is like my union jacket with my name on it. And then at the other side has a patch that says plumber. Okay. Okay. So I think, I think having a uniform might help me, but you know, people believe me, but people still don't believe I'm the plumber. It happens and I really don't take any offense because. People only know what they see and what mm-hmm. they're exposed to. So we don't see the plumber in the advertisement being a woman or the electrician right. the. Only now, because I, I pay attention, I started to see they make a little shift about it a little bit. So it's starting to happen. But before that, people can't, wouldn't even think that their plumber could be this cute, adorable woman with an accent mm-hmm. from the Caribbean. They, they couldn't even think about that.
0: Right, right. What what percentage do you think, or do you know about the percentage of women that are working in plumbing?
1: Yes, it it actually um it went up. I think we had like a a three point seven increase last year, like the early part of last year. A lot more women are uh, becoming plumbers, um, but in overall. Which is really sad. Since 1970, so just picture this: since 1970 to the year 2021, the amount of women generally in construction has only been three percent, and it just went up to 3.5 percent, just like Clement. So wow, um, yeah, it's one of the industries that hasn't seen a lot of growth because I think we're just not visible.
0: Um,
1: wow, but, yeah.
0: Wow, well, and that's a shame because, you know, I'm going to say this, I just think that women are smarter. I'm sorry. I just think so. <laughs> so, you know, it's a shame that it's so few, but people like you are out here talking about it, and so that's that's great, and, and you know, hopefully this will get someone to thinking very differently about a career choice. Can you tell us about Tools and Tiaras?
1: Uh, tools and Tiaras is my... My baby. It's something that I started in 2017. I've always wanted to empower girls and women because I saw how I had no self-confidence. Like you said, like I said, i was kind of like more introverted, kept to myself. I'm the last one to put my hands up to ask the question. I'll let other people ask all the questions for me. So I struggled with feeling confidence in myself going not because of, I guess the way that I grew up without a mother and father but boy when I became a plumber that all changed like I am the most cockiest person <laughs> when it comes to plumbing like it's so mm-hmm. funny I, I may not be confident and learning through this process you know loving myself and and being that way but when it comes to plumbing the shift is just like Unbelievable. I am a superhero. I see myself as that. So that's why I started Tools and Tiara because I wanted little girls to feel that and never lose it. Like they feel it when you're really young as girls, we feel that. But what if we raise a generation of girls to never lose that? So that's why I started Tools and Tiaras. And uh, what we do is we have free monthly workshops and summer camps, all girls summer camps. That they learn plumbing, electrical, carpentry, welding, ironworking, wow. sheet metal. Yeah, just any tool that I can possibly put in girls' hands. That's what I do at the camps and workshops. So that's what Tools and TRs is about. Just really teaching girls and then women and then boys that jobs don't have genders.
0: Wow, I love that. And so this is non traditional. For women Mm -hmm. so you know this is not a path that you know when we're growing up that our parents and grandparents talk about they talk about doctor lawyer teacher you know stuff like that nurse and so Mm -hmm. you're you're introducing these non-traditional opportunities what does that do for them what what do you see how did they respond to that and then what does that do for you
1: Uh, such a perfect question because Uh, everything there's no coincidence I was just talking to someone today about that and a woman who uh, is trying to get to get trying to get to teach one of the classes for the girls and I told her that the magic of what we do for the girls is amazing and I say that because I started tools and tiaras not even knowing like I know how much I love plumbing And to see the shift in the girls and to hear girls saying they want to be an architect, they want to be an engineer, we have girls wanting to be pilots, we introduce them to female pilots. To see that happen, um, make me know the late nights, the struggle uh, for funding for all of those things is worth it. And then what the girls did for me, as you said, that second part of that question, they ignited the little girl in me who believes that she could like every little girl has that girl in them that like i could be a scientist i am going to walk in the moon i am going to be a president and you lose it somewhere along the line but being around these girls lights that fire in me and that passion to keep that little girl inside of me alive so i get to live like my life over and over again, being with the girls.
0: <laughs> wow, <laughs> so that's amazing. beautiful. I love that. And and can you tell us about your podcast?
1: Yeah, so I have a podcast called Women Talk, and um, the idea of the Women Talk is that, like what you were saying, like exactly what you were saying. A lot of people don't know about this hidden careers in the construction that these skills are transferable every way you decided to move to. So Tradeswoman Talk, I love to introduce people to women and men. It's mostly women, but we also have men on the podcast, my brothers, and we just like to let them tell their story of like how they got into the trades and why they got into trades. And some of them have amazing stories about how they pivot from wanting to do something else to becoming a tradesperson. And and we don't also only have trades, but we also try to give people things to empower them, like about careers, about caring about the planet. So, but it's mostly the stories of the amazing men and women in the building trade.
0: Well. You know, we can't wait to check that out. And so we'll have to put up information about your podcast. And I also just wanted to, in closing, ask how people can find – oh, I do have another question. So for the tools and tiaras, so with the pandemic, is it all virtual? So if we know young ladies who might be interested Mm -hmm. in signing up for your classes, is it virtual or how does that work?
1: So last year, because of COVID, we canceled the in-person, and we we did it all virtual, and that was kind of great, because now we were able to open it beyond the state of New York and New Jersey. So this year, we're going to go back to having. Since we realized that virtual, uh, everything happens for a reason and a purpose, that we're going to have both. So we're going to have an in-person camp here in New York, and we're also going to do a virtual camp. So we're gonna have both. So if people follow us on social media, which we are on, you can already start saving the date and inquiring about both camps. And one camp in person is for a much older girls. I think we have that for like 14 to 17 because of COVID restrictions. We reduce the amount of girls. We normally have 20 girls in person, but we're only gonna do ten. And the virtual is still gonna be twenty. But that we start really young with our warrior princesses. Say six years old to seventeen, it will be open for girls that age.
0: Okay, okay. And so how can people follow you on social media?
1: My name is so uh, uniquely special. So if you type in my name, Jubilant Six it should come up and you can follow me on I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook, I'm on LinkedIn. And I just recently joined Clubhouse, so I'm liking that. And you can also follow Tools and Tiaras and all of those uh, same platforms and see the work that we're doing and sign your girls up for our monthly workshops and summer camps. So we have virtual monthly workshops right now also.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, thank you, Judalyn, for sharing and enlightening us enlightening me with everything that you're offering to our young ladies and our young men as well. So thank you so much for joining Hush Rowley.
1: Oh, Thank you so much for having me, Darius. It's it's really fun. I wish I could get to do amazing podcasts like this a lot more, but sometimes my job, my schedule uh, doesn't allow it. But this was fun talking to you and introverts uh, unite.
0: Yes, yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. Mm. Enjoy Hushwadley. Please subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts and wherever you listen to us. Yeah. I know that I ain't living twice. Did you know Hushwadley has t-shirts? Yep, show the world you're an introvert without saying a word. We also have t-shirts for the extroverts in our lives who need Go to hushbradley.com slash shop.
1: and you might see me something More once we are still bumping. I must wind up
0: on something.